Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast, a show created to be your go-to source for straightforward retirement advice. Best of all, it is presented in a language that you can understand. Are you ready for some straight talk on retirement planning without all the fluff? Well, you found the right podcast. Here's your host, certified financial planner, Greg Gonzalez. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm Greg Gonzalez. Thanks for joining me today. Man, at my firm, St. Louis Retirement Advisors, we have been very, very busy so far this year and this summer. A lot of people looking at retirement planning. A lot of people want to update their retirement plans. Certainly, the stock market has recovered so far this year, some of the losses from last year. And of course, depending on what market index you're looking at, whether it's the Dow Jones Industrial Average or the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ or the Russell 2000, the recovery this year in the market in general may be different depending on what index you're looking at and depending on how much that particular index dropped in 2022. With that being said, a lot of people who were kind of dejected because of last year's downturn in the market. They thought, oh, that year pushed them farther away from retirement. A lot of people were making some adjustments in 2022 or as a result of 2022 and the market downturn. But certainly with the uptick in the market this year, people are wanting to update their retirement plans because they feel like, hey, maybe we're making up some ground here and maybe we need to get serious about retirement planning. And perhaps we're back on track or back closer to getting back on track with the uptick in the market so far in 2023. And that may all turn around. There's a lot of people talking about a recession in the second half of 2023. We'll have to see how that goes. But circling back to my point that a lot of people are wanting to get serious, they've made up some ground this year, and it's a great time to update your retirement plan. I've had a lot of people that have reached out to me and said, hey, can you build me a retirement plan, a one-time retirement plan? And I just don't like doing this. And this is why. I mean, we'll do it. And in fact, we've been so busy this year. I've even hired a superstar associate advisor, and he's now a certified financial planner as of this week. So we build bulletproof retirement plans for people. But keep in mind, it's not a one-and-done kind of thing with retirement planning. And so many people think that, oh, they build a retirement plan and it's going to be good for the next 30 years. And that's just not the case. It is a good gauge to see, hey, am I on track? Am I behind schedule? Are there any weaknesses in my current plan? Is there anything that I'm missing? Those are all the questions that a retirement plan can help answer. But again, that plan needs to be fluid because all it takes is a change in the tax code. And there are going to be some, in my opinion, some big, big changes to the tax code in upcoming years. Just look at with the SECURE Act 2.0 and all the drastic changes that the SECURE Act 2.0 came out with at the end of last year. I would think if we're looking at a retirement journey of 30 years, I mean, imagine how many changes, not only to the tax code in this country, but maybe to social security and pensions and even rules for IRAs and Roth IRAs in all likelihood over a 30-year period, a three-decade period that someone, the average person is going to be retired, all these types of rules and all these tax codes are likely to change. And so what that means is, is we've got to adjust your retirement strategy. 
We've got to pivot sometimes. We've got to make changes to your retirement plan. So by building a plan, don't think that it's just etched in stone and it's something that you put in the safe or the safety deposit box. No, that is something that is fluid that needs to be updated over time. I've even got a lot of clients that, hey, they get close to retirement. They want to update that retirement plan every six months to make sure there's not anything that they're leaving out or missing and make sure it's as as updated as possible. So I would encourage listeners to contact your financial planner. And especially if you're within five years of retirement, I would say, hey, it's time to update my retirement plan with the storm in the market last year in 2022, like it was, you probably made some adjustments, whether it was rebalancing, increasing your contributions, doing Roth conversions, there were likely strategic moves that you made. So I think now is an excellent time, as perfect of a time as any, to update your retirement plan, just because, I mean, so far this year in 2023, big, big changes in the market and in interest rates, a lot going on out there. So I don't know if there's something in the air, but it's just something I had to bring up on the podcast. We have so far in July and we're midway through July, we've done six new retirement plans for people that want to retire between six months and five years in the future. So one, the guy wants to retire in 2028. His wife wants to retire in 2027. That's the longest out that anybody's planning. Everybody else seems to be one, two, or three years in advance. So with us being so busy in the office and building so many of these retirement plans, and I love it, if I could just build retirement plans and and meet with clients, my favorite part of the job is what I do for a living as a retirement planner, building retirement plans, meeting with clients, and of course, the investments in the planning, social security, optimization and tax planning, all that stuff is fun. But doing the plans, doing the retirement plans, constructing those and modifying those, it's really a lot of fun. So I wanted to kind of discuss on this episode what goes into a solid retirement plan. And what do I see so many retirement plans leaving out that makes them weak or unrealistic? And on the other side of the coin, how do we do it? So I thought this discussion just would be helpful so people could open their eyes to how a retirement plan could help them and what needs to be factored into this overall strategy. Because sometimes people forget things. They forget things like Medicare. I have some people that'll say, I thought Medicare was free. I've been paying into Medicare for all these years. Well, you might be looking at a Medicare supplement plan or a Medicare Advantage plan, or maybe it's Medicare Part D. So for a lot of people, there's going to be some expenses there that we need to factor into your plan. Health care is going to be one of your biggest costs in retirement. We know that. <laughs> and typically, when I call my clients that are older, have been retired for years and years and years, the ones that are in their 70s and 80s, I joke, and a lot of times they're on the way to the doctor, or they're at the doctor, or coming home from the doctor. So whether we like it or not, I'm not a big fan of going to the doctor, but I do. I definitely go to my checkups and things like that. But yeah, I look at my folks. My folks are in their late 70s, and they seem like they're going to a doctor's appointment every single day, and they're in fairly decent health. So yeah, that's just kind of the reality is kind of getting older. We're going to have more trips to the doctor and have more healthcare expenses. So we need to kind of plan for that. So before I dive into all the pieces of the retirement planning puzzle, I just wanted to remind listeners, hey, check out my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. You can listen to all my previous podcast episodes. Send me your questions at the bottom of the homepage. 
You can sign up for a retirement coaching call for all the people out there that, hey, want to talk about their situation, how close they are to retirement. A lot of people are looking for a retirement planner. Maybe they haven't worked with one in the past and they want someone that knows what they're talking about. Some people will reach out for a retirement coaching call. Again, you can do that right there on the website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. All right, let's jump into the retirement plan. What does it look like? What are the pieces of the puzzle that have to be there that a lot of times I ask people, we now ask people that when they're interviewing us to be their retirement planner, I ask them, okay, are you working with a current advisor? And some say yes, and some say no. For the people that say no, typically their retirement savings are maybe in a 401k or 403b plan some type of retirement plan through work. And they just aren't working with a financial advisor because they save through their employer retirement plan. Some people, maybe they'll have a pension, others won't. So we ask people if you've ever had a retirement plan constructed, we'd love to see it. We'd love to review it and bring that in. And what's really interesting is there's very, very few times when somebody brings in a retirement plan And sometimes I'll compliment them if I think it's a really good plan. It serves as a starting point to see, okay, what do they have set up? What is the blueprint for retirement that they're currently following and making their decisions based on? It's kind of like if you were building a house, the first thing a builder is going to do is to build a blueprint to make your vision, to put your vision of your dream home onto paper. That's what a retirement plan or a retirement blueprint is supposed to do for you. So more often than not, they don't have a retirement plan and that's what they want. So like I said, as we're building these, we want to make sure certain pieces of the puzzle are there. One thing that sticks out to me is health insurance in retirement, because it's going to be for most people, it's going to be different health insurance than when they were working. And what I mean by that is a lot of people will be on Medicare once they turn 65. So what this represents is this represents a change. And a lot of times it's additional cost. Maybe if you're retiring before 65, you'll have private insurance or the Affordable Care Act insurance, or maybe you'll have COBRA, but the costs will be different in those years before you turn 65. So we need to account for that. Right. And same thing with Medicare. Once Medicare kicks in at 65, and again, this is for most people. There's some people out there, maybe veterans that have health insurance coverage through TRICARE or something like that, federal government employees, that health insurance available through the federal government. They have terrific health insurance and are not going to be in the Medicare group. So, however, for the vast majority of people, that are on Medicare at 65, and then they got to figure out health insurance before 65 if they decide to retire. Again, typically it's private insurance, COBRA, or Affordable Care Act, which the Affordable Care Act, it's kind of income-based based on the subsidy that you would get, and so that all has to be kind of factored in to your planning. So when we're looking at somebody's retirement plan, one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle is, okay, what about health insurance in retirement. How is this going to be handled? And what are the expenses that we're anticipating here? We need to have some kind of game plan 
for health insurance and healthcare costs in retirement. And along the same lines, what about long-term care? How are we going to address those potential future costs down the road when we need assisted living or in-home care, that kind of thing? So health insurance and what I'll just call long-term care, those need to be addressed in your retirement plan. Are you going to self-fund the long-term care? Are you going to look at getting a policy? So you've got to have a plan. We've got to have an idea what those health insurance or healthcare costs or long-term care costs are going to be, and then how we're going to pay for them. I'm going to sidestep here one second. And someone says, oh, I live on $6,000 a month. So our take-home pay is $6,000 a month. So in retirement, if we can just replicate that $6,000 a month from Social Security and our retirement nest egg, we'll be fine. It'll be like we're still working. And the thing that they're forgetting a lot of times are what are going to be the costs that you run into in retirement that you don't have when you're working and health insurance. Your health insurance comes right out for a lot of people. It's through their paycheck, right? They have group health insurance. And so that their premium for health insurance comes right out first thing with taxes and social security, FICA tax, all that kind of stuff. It's already accounted for. Whereas in retirement, If you've got Medicare premiums and all this kind of stuff, well, that is on top of that $6,000 of take-home pay that you're currently living comfortably on. So that's what we tend to do is we tend to stack health insurance and long-term care costs on top of your current living expenses. So again, if your take-home pay is $6,000 a month, well, that doesn't include health insurance, which you'll have as an added expense. And long-term care, it'll be an added expense. Also, a lot of people will, they want to do a traveling budget. So if, hey, let's say another $1,000 a month to earmark for traveling expenses in retirement, because guess what? In retirement, every day is a Saturday. And if your family, kids, grandkids live out of town, well, guess what? You're probably going to be taking trips to go see them and traveling's not cheap. And I threw out $1,000 a month. It might be a lot more or a lot less than that. Some people are homebodies. So we've talked about health insurance and long-term care. We've talked about traveling or leisure and how that's going to be different person to person in retirement, what your goals are and objectives. There's other people that have goals of, hey, we want to fund our grandchildren's college education. So that's a separate goal that we need to carve out and say, okay, how are we going to do that? We might say, okay, we're going to put $1,000 a month in a 529 plan for X amount of years. So again, these other goals are going to be on top of your fixed living expenses, health insurance, long-term care, traveling and leisure. And we like to kind of segment these costs so people kind of know hey, what they're spending their money on and what the plan allows for. And sometimes like for traveling, for example, I had a lot of clients say to me, and I don't know if it's a book somewhere, but I've heard it on retirement seminars and research that I've done, but they break out the 30 years of retirement they call the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. And what this means is the first 10 years of retirement are your go-go years. You're going to be traveling and spending more and doing more things and experiencing more stuff. And then the next, I guess the middle 10 years of retirement is kind of the slow-go years. You kind of slow down a little bit, more time on the couch. You're still doing, but not like you were in the first 10 years. And then the last 10 years, there's more time on the couch, more trips to the doctor. You're not 
traveling to Florida as much when you're in your 80s or 90s. Those are what they call the slow go years. And a lot of times when we're building a retirement plan, when somebody's in their late 80s or early 90s, maybe their traveling budget has been reduced and the plan accounts for that, where, hey, they're not spending as much money in traveling expenses like they did in the first 10 years of retirement. So that's very common to do and to look at those costs. Again, health insurance is something you're gonna have throughout your retirement. And not only that, one of the biggest pieces of retirement plans is we need to have an inflation. We need to account for the cost of living. And if you've listened to this podcast any length of time, and I've got plenty of podcast episodes that one was the greatest retirement story that everybody needs to hear. It was in the first, I don't know, a couple months of recording this podcast. If you haven't gone back and listened to that, maybe check the show notes. But the biggest risk in retirement planning, a 30-year, three-decade retirement is going to be the cost of living, right? What is a box of Cheerios? If it costs six bucks a box today, what's it going to cost three decades from now? And at trendline inflation, which is 3%, a 62-year-old retiree that pays $6 for a box of Cheerios today when they're 92 will pay $14.56. So your retirement plan and everything as far as your spending and your expenses, it needs to account for and make assumptions for inflation. And what that simply means is the cost of living going up and up and up over a three-decade retirement. So every year, everything you buy will cost more in retirement. That's just the way it works. And doing a 1% inflation or a cost of living, that's not going to cut it. I've reviewed retirement plans where it's a very, very meager cost of living or inflation, and the plan looks pretty good. But in reality, we need to plan for a two and a half, three percent average over the next 30 years, in my opinion. And of course, you're going to have some years like the anomaly like last year. So kind of in summary today, the retirement plan needs to be customized to you. It really needs to be customized to you and your goals and the retirement vision that you have, which is different than everybody else. Your retirement vision shouldn't sound good to other people, but it should sound wonderful to you and your spouse if you're married. We weren't put on this earth to impress other people. We were put on this earth to treat people fairly and be kind to them and help them whenever we can. So keep in mind, your retirement plan should not be a cookie cutter plan. It should be very, very customized to you. And again, it should handle all these things. It should cover how are you going to afford health insurance in retirement and long-term care expenses and traveling and leisure and all these other goals that you may or may not have. Talk about giving and how our clients like to at least maintain their giving and in some instances increase the giving over the years, just depend on their values and their goals. And lastly, with this retirement plan, so many people wanna just kind of focus on the investments. And I have people that call the office that when they think of retirement planning, they think what retirement planning is, is an investment statement. So meaning, oh, this is what my mutual funds or my stocks or ETFs or bonds are worth this today, or as of this last quarter, this last quarterly statement, that's not a retirement plan. That's a statement. And those investments 
yes, they're important because the growth of those and the job of those is to help support the plan and provide income to the plan to help you accomplish your goals. Be that income through dividends or interest or growth, which we call capital appreciation over the years. So just touching on investments, we want to make sure the investment portfolio aligns with what's expected of it. So if the investment portfolio, if what's expected of it is to produce $2,500 a month of income, well, in our investment portfolio is all invested in gold. Well, gold doesn't produce an income, right? Gold does not pay you a dividend or interest or any of that. So we got to make sure the investment portfolio is aligned with what's expected of it. And in a lot of instances, we find that just people aren't aware how their money is invested in their 401k or their different retirement accounts, and if they're aligned with not only their goals, but also their risk appetite. And last year, a lot of people were surprised with the market dropping the way it did so quickly, how much risk they were really taking in their portfolios. So of course, the different retirement accounts and how they're positioned and invested is definitely something that needs to be accounted for in the retirement plan. Next is going to be your other sources of income in retirement. Hey, where's our money coming from? Social security, as far as the timing of it and how we optimize that timing. And if you're married, the same goes for your spouse and optimizing their benefit or your joint social security income for your lifetime. And that doesn't always mean claiming at 70 and it doesn't always mean claiming at 62. Also looking at pension planning and what option we're picking. Are we doing single life, a pension annuity? Are we taking a lump sum? Are we doing 100% joint and survivor or a 50% joint and survivor? So again, another source of income in retirement that is a key, key piece. Also part-time income. Do you plan on working part-time in retirement? And if you do, how much are you planning on earning? How long will you work part-time in retirement? Or do we even include that part-time income? Some people just say, oh, that's kind of just fun money and maybe it's gonna be insignificant and so we won't include that because it may be just a couple hundred bucks a month here or there. So really all of these things factored in, it's retirement income planning, tax-efficient retirement income planning. So we would look at then tax planning. And a lot of times different accounts or different sources of income are taxed differently. Your social security income is going to be taxed differently than any other source of income that you have in retirement. It's based on provisional income, the provisional income calculation. Maybe it's income from a Roth IRA, which is tax-free. Maybe there's dividends that you're gonna be receiving, which may or may not be taxed depending on your situation. So all of that, those sources of income, if you're working part-time and have W-2 income, we're taking that into account. So we want to make sure that we have the tax planning is a key component of your retirement plan. And of course, as tax code changes pop up in the future, like for example, in the state of Missouri, our governor just signed a bill where social security income will not be taxed for anybody starting in 2024. Currently, it's income-based. For those over a certain amount of AGI, a social security income is taxed. That's going to be, again, brand new come 2023. And I had four clients email me about this. And then last but not least, it's not a huge component, but it's kind of looking at legacy planning, estate planning, beneficiary planning. These are all synonyms 
to make sure that at the end of the day, if one of your goals is to leave a legacy for kids, grandkids, family, church, charity, that our assets go to them in the most tax efficient manner possible. So making sure that all those documents are in place and there is a seamless transition at the end of our lives to the people and causes that we care about. So as you can tell, a lot goes into this retirement plan. A retirement plan is not just looking at your 401k statement and saying, well, I guess I can take a 4% withdrawal or a 5% withdrawal. I can afford to retire. That is not it. There is a lot that needs to go into it, in my opinion, to have a properly designed retirement plan. For those people that want to do that, just kind of the quick back of the envelope, they're kind of just missing some key components. And I think a lot of people will be surprised in retirement what they didn't plan for. We just presented a plan earlier today, this morning for a couple, and they looked at when we were done kind of presenting the retirement plan to them. They want to retire next year, by the way. They looked at each other and said, wow, we can tell you've done this a time or two. This is awesome. We've never seen anything like this. And we've been working with an advisor for 20 years. The next thing they said was, but we know he's not a retirement planner. He's a broker. And there's, we can tell there's a big, big difference. And I love what they said. They said, we can tell you've done this a time or two. I loved hearing that because I think there was like an insurance company and I don't know which one, but they said, we know a thing or two because we've done this a time or two. And that's so, so true. You can get really, really good at something by focusing on the same specialty over and over again. It's kind of like if a mechanic said, hey, I'm only going to work on Fords or I'm only going to work on Hondas. You can imagine with that kind of specialty, they're probably going to get very, very good at working on a very narrow field of vehicles. And quite frankly, they'll see the same thing over and over and over again, and they'll become a master mechanic at either Fords or uh, Hondas. So I hope this episode has been helpful as far as retirement planning and constructing one. And as you're looking at your own retirement plan, maybe there's something that you forgot, or maybe there's something that's missing out there that you need to account for. I'll catch you next time for another episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. Thank you for listening to the show today. Check us out at our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And if you want some help from Greg, 
Submit your questions at the bottom of the page or sign up for a 30-minute retirement coaching session with Greg. We'll see you next week.